Alrighty, folks. Actually, not closing today. I opened. Do you still get a car cast? So this one's going to be kind of a... Um, I've been planning this one for like two days, but it's still off the top of my head a little bit. So so I was having a discussion about Batman and my son's face. So we previewed it. So um, Christmas Eve, I did close. But, you know, we closed earlier. But um, so I went to my family, you know, family's house. Not my family. My extended family. My brother. Cousin, I call my brother. Whatever. And so we were talking about stuff, you know, when my son gets his presents and it, my brother bought him a Batman and Bane, like big ones, you know, like, um, like the 70s Jesuit actually, you know, like 20 inches tall, each one of them stuff, you know, 16 inches tall. And so my son's like, Daddy, who's this? I'm like, that's Bane. He's like, Bane? I was like, yeah. I said, he broke Batman's back, but he came back. I was like, it's an interesting story. And so he's like, really? I said, yeah. I said, I said, Bane's very interesting. I said, the reason that is, I said, because even though he's big, it's not just muscles. And my sister said, well, what's the stuff on his back? I was like, that's a tank of chemicals. I said, that's, he calls it venom. It makes him even stronger. I was like, but what makes venom smaller is that he studied history. Because remember, I'm always trying to teach my son to think, right? I'm, I'm, I want him to you know he's in first grade. And I want him to understand that there's value in reading history, knowledge. You know, it's, you know, you could argue about, oh, it's his story, not my story, and all this other stuff he was arguing about. But strategically, technically, you can learn a lot from history. Even in fact, let's say that you know, history had been mistold for what it was, blah, blah, blah. Well, why did they do that? Why did they lie and recreate? Why did they hide it? What were they hiding? You learn a lot just by asking questions. You know why? Because you're exercising your brain. It's like a boxer, shadow boxer, using a speed bag. And there's things you can do. Plus, if you question, you're not just a sheep, just taking whatever you're told. That's that's very good for your, your life in general. <laughs> I know a lot of sheep don't like most of them, I'll be honest. God forgive me, but it's just... Older I get, the less I have time for lying and fakery, and it's it's just it's not fun. It's ugh, it's work. <laughs> You're working to do something you hate. But uh, I digress. I'm you know tangent man, right? Tony's tangent hour. That's what you call this, right? Tony's tangent time. I don't know. We'll probably do an episode on that too. So I was like, Bane studied history, and he learned he studied war and how the Romans did stuff. And I don't think Bane. I think I'm Bane alludes to this or not, but like the Romans, if you've ever studied history. They would salt the earth. Now, do you know what that means? They would literally come, conquer your area, and then salt the earth. <laughs> that means nothing will ever grow there. They conquered, they pillaged, right? They took your woman, children, killed all the men. Sometimes they kill all women and children, right? That's crazy. It's, uh, the Romans perfected hangings and crucifixions, basically. Actually, no, I think, was it hangings? I don't think it was hangings. It was definitely crucifixion, though. Actually, it might have been both. I can't remember now. Do your own study of history. It's very fascinating, but, you know, the Romans had, you know, salting the earth was like, it's we totally decimated you. Where you were, nothing will ever be again. That's massively crazy. Tactically, I mean, why would you ever want to destroy something you could use? They didn't do it everywhere, but when you guys send a message. When you think about the fear you can strike into someone, it's like, uh, you ever seen Usual Suspects? He went back and he killed everyone. He killed, you know, Kaiser Soze killed, you know, they killed his family. Actually, I think he killed his own family because he'd rather they die than live with a trailer or something like that. Then he killed all the men. He killed their friends. He killed people who owed them money. You know, he, he, you know, Kaiser shows he's the man of fear. He would do anything. He killed his own family rather than they have shame, rather than they be killed by someone else. He struck fear in the hearts of criminals. You know, if, if the people who do bad are afraid of you, it, it's, it says a lot, right? So I was trying to get my sense then that, you know, Bane was a monster, but he was an intelligent monster. And he did defeat Batman. It was like he really he did defeat Batman. Batman did bounce back. But in the storyline, if I understood it 100% right, is that the, this chick helped heal him, but she regressed because she has kind of like special powers, and she was a doctor, and she regressed like a four-year-old because it took a lot of her strength, 
and her, you know, mental acuity, everything, just to get him right. So, but you know, it's a little above my son's head. But I was just trying to, I was like, you know, me and brother talking. About, I said, I said, Bane was very smart. I said, what Bane did, I was telling my son, I was like, Bane let loose all the bad guys from Arkham Asylum and other places, so Batman had to fight, and it took all of Batman's strength, mentally and physically. I said, Batman was worn out. He was fighting for like five, six straight days, no breaks, no rest. You know, maybe some protein bar or something. And when he was at his moment, you know, like, okay, I can finally stop. I'm I'm so physically and mentally drained. I need to stop. That was when Bane chose to attack him. I said, so strategically, it was very sound. He didn't do anything until after the opponent was worn out. And I'm talking about, you know, if you know the comics, Joker's not just like, ha ha, funny whoopee cushion. Joker's a monster. You know, some of these guys, he, you know, Joker, Riddler, Two-Face, Killer Croc. These are murderers, Stone Cold Killers. Zaz, I think, too, was a professional killer. He puts a, a little hatch mark on his arm or on his body every time he kills somebody. You know, you get four, you know, four straight and then one across. That's five hatch marks. What does that mean for you? It's five kills. Guy has like 200. Not 200 times a five, but you get the point. But it's, it's you know, he's a monster. And Batman has to fight all these people in like one week. And that's why he's never fought before it comes out. And he knows a lot of Batman's tricks from having studied him. This is not just someone who comes out to kill. This is someone who's studied his opponent who studied the science of murder and death. And yes, there's a science in this, folks. If you ever see the movie Mechanic, they were talking about that, how he studied it so he could, you know, kill people. You know, you study insurance, you know, how do they look for death, murder, blah, blah, So we're talking about it, and my brother's like, that sounds like a coward's way. And I'm like, it's tactically sound. How is it cowardice to wear out your enemy before you fight him? I said, it's in a battle that makes sense. He's like, eh, it sounds like a coward to me. So we're going to come back and talk about how that affects your business and your decision-making in a second. So like I was saying, we were talking about uh, Bane with my brother and my my son discussing him. And how he was more than just a muscle-bound brute that people thought he was. When you actually read the storyline. And my opinion was that what Bane did was strategically sound. If anything, it it was a tactically advanced maneuver. You know, why fight your opponent at his peak when you can fight him when he's worn out? You know, it's it's... If you think about it, it makes more sense. I'll wait till you spend all your ammo for your AR-15, then now you have nothing left but your, you know, your backup pistol's backup pistol. Maybe you've got like a 357, you know, Derringer. You know, so you, you know, Derringer, if you don't know, is usually one or two shots. Let's assume a two-shot. And most of the time it fires both shots at once. So even if you have a 357, it's a very snub barrel. I mean, you're talking inch, inch and a half barrel. You gotta carry it close. I mean, and it's you know, even if you put nine millimeter. You know, it doesn't matter the round. 40, they have them 45, ACP. They have all kinds of stuff. But you've now got to fire this and be accurate with it and get me. And you've already expanded your AR-15, let's say, and your 9mm. So your your big boy stuff is all gone. You've got your your get-off-me gun, as they call it, or your last shot. You know, just something I can carry. It's lightweight. Whatever you call it. But you got to get me. <laughs> I've still got all my guns. And i got a 50 cal. I'm talking about the rifle. So right now, I'm about to mark Warburg and shoot you. But why do that up front? And, you know, have you trace my fire back based on muzzle, you know, not muzzle velocity, um, muzzle flash, etc. You know? If I'm going to fight you hand-to-hand, I'm going to send some other guys to fight you and then, you know, wear you out a little bit and then come fight you. To me, that's more, that's that's the way to do it. Now, we can argue the man-to-man macho version that, you know, you fight your opponent man-to-man. Folks, in business, there is no man-on-man. Should you be an honorable person? Yes, I'm not saying you should be a scumbag. But what I'm saying is a lot of people are going to bring war to your doorstep to kill you and your product. Why? Because you're the enemy. Every dollar you make is a dollar they lose. It's that simple. 
It's that simple. If the Wendy's opens up across the street from your McDonald's, they want to sell the Happy Meal. They're not going to call it a Happy Meal, but they're going to have toys. They're going to have discounts. They're going to have coupons. And every time you sell to that kid, you're getting his mom's money too. Because they just bought for a family of two to four, right? I bought a four piece. I bought four meals the other day and some assorted sides, like two extra burgers, something like that. Forty-two dollars. Forty-two dollars, my ad. Ridiculous, folks. It's big money. Like it's like ugh. I mean, you're talking two kids' meals, a value meal, and I had a double baconator meal from Wendy's. I could have saved about four dollars on that, but I'm always doing the four dollar save, right? So let's say you're, um, let's say no, like let's go back to like I was talking about AR-15s, right? In one episode about that too. So I'm making AR-15s, but my job's current location is a place they make they make and sell AR-15s. So they're probably a federal firearms license dealer, right? You got a specific paper to do that. But they have the kits and they're selling them, right? But you know what their big hit, their big thing is? They're like, oh, they're only 550 bucks. You can make one yourself for 200 bucks. A, do you have inclination to do it? The ability to do it. Do you even think you do? A lot of people won't because they, I can't do it. That's too much. I don't have time for that. I don't want to take a chance to make a mistake. So that negative talk's costing you money. Or you're like, I have enough money, there's no point in learning right now. The big thing on their sign on the lawn says made in America. So you're buying something that was built and made in America by American hands. And if you look at the news the last five to six years, there's people who like that and people who hate that. But even right now, I'm talking about it, discussing it. I'm not even in the store. You see, if, in theory, if I did, it's advertisement. They have a gimmick. So now I go down the street to Shoot Street, which is a, a gun store out here in Florida. They're just selling whatever. You got anything made in America? Now nah, I'll sell that. Now nah, I'll go back and pay the extra 30 bucks for that. I want American made because I'm an American made American. And that's the mindset some people have. And like I said, I've talked before my podcast, Kill, Conquer, Destroy. That applies in reverse, too. They're coming for you. So if you're going to open a business, you need to have a plan. You need to be aware of who your enemies might be. You need to know who your existing enemy is. Sometimes here's another one for you. We're gonna, like I said, we're all over the place today. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Right? So in this case, Bane's enemies, let's say it's Batman and Robin and Alfred. Who's Batman's enemies? Everyone he's put in jail that hates him now for stopping what they're trying to do. So you've got 30 enemies. I can let 15 out with one jailbreak. 15. The other ones, some of they're just—they're not even worth mentioning. So I'm gonna—I'm gonna get the 15, 20 worst people you've ever fought. I'm gonna let them all out with one motion, right? So I'm gonna break into one prison, let them all out, knowing full whether they're gonna come after you directly or occupy your time. Either one hooks me up. Cause you still have to waste mental power, physical power, resources. You know that Batmobile—that's a probably a million-dollar car. It don't repair itself that easy. Uh, compulsion, compulsion, not compulsion, combustion engine, repulsors, I don't know though, I saw, I saw repulsors are on Iron Man's suit, but jet turbine, whatever you want to call it, but when you get down to the nitty gritty, it's costing money to run this stuff, and well, he's a billionaire, okay, it doesn't matter, blah, 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 it works different ways, folks, you gotta do what's the most sane thing you can do, and you need to be as vicious as you can be without being ignorant, does that make sense to you? There's things you have to do in life to succeed. There's ways to conquer. And you have to focus on those things. Otherwise, you will die. Your business, it will die. It is not more complicated than that. Everything comes to an end. Businesses come and go, folks. They don't last forever. COVID lockdowns, right? 
65 to 80% of restaurants, depending on the state, are closed permanently. Small businesses, 50 to 60% closed permanently. They're not bouncing back, folks. They're done. They're straight up done. It is over for them. You understand that? You spent 20 years building a restaurant. Your dad spent 50 years before that with his dad. And in one fell swoop, the government forced you out. You didn't get bought out. It wasn't an eminent domain. You got had, my man. Because the mortality rate, when they're looking at it now, the stuff they're admitting now, if you look at the news, very intriguing. Do your own research. My tinfoil hat's not so tinfoil now, is it? But there's a lot going on, folks. You need, you need to be smart. You have to make options that are, that are sensible. You know, strike first, it, it makes sense right from that Cobra Kai, but you don't always want to strike first. It doesn't make sense necessarily. So my opinion is this. Bane did a really smart thing. Now, did Batman come back and defeat him? Yeah, but that was like a wonder, wonder, wonder story, wonderland. I don't know. It was a miracle. And yes, I do believe in miracles, but first of all, it's a fake thing anyway. You couldn't be, you couldn't be a billionaire running around doing this stuff with all the facial recognition probably. It'd be almost impossible. Even though the Punisher 2099 series, he had a way of blocking out his face digitally so no one could ever see him while he was running around, which was pretty cool, but tangent, but I want to throw it in there because that's Marvel. We're talking about DC. Maybe Ralph's my fans are like one versus the other. And by the way, if you don't know who the Punisher was, he was a cop. They killed his family. Now he comes back and he kills, maims, murders, destroys. You pay a price when you deal with him. You pay a hefty price. He's not coming to put you in jail. He's coming to get rid of you. You have to pay a price. You must die as your punishment. I must make you suffer grand. Yes, I'm going overboard, I know. But in your business, put this way, your business is your dream, right? <laughs> They're going to kill your dream if you're not careful. And you're going to have to be ruthless. In a good way, if that makes sense. There are people who want everything you have. You know, some people are going to do it just out of envy. They want what they think you have. They don't understand the struggle that it took to get you where you're at. Some people want what you have. They don't even know what it costs. They don't understand the price you're paying. And they're still going to come for you. And you're still going to have to deal with that. You understand me, folks? That's how crazy it is. Right now, in a, across the country, there's 1.1 million people, give or take, without power. I think yesterday in D.C. alone, there were three substation attacks where they broke in, I think, tried to take out the... Uh, whatever you call the power hubs. I can't think today, folks. It's been a long <laughs> week. We're up to four wrapping gifts, but... Um, actually, like, five. You know, it's just... it's You know, you do what you to do for your kids, right? Your spouse, etc. But there's people without power. So I think it was Sky Pirate Actual or Aftermath Gear... Let instructor Chris, one of them posted it first. I don't remember who it was. And they were like, how long? I think it was, it was pretty sure Sky Pirate Tactical. Sky Pirate Actual. He was like, how long do you think it would be before people while out? How many days? How many hours? It was like three days. So last I was watching another guy. I forgot his name. He was a, pre- pre- a small-time prepper guy with a YouTube channel like mine. You know, you got like 70 to 300 followers. You're not making big money yet. People don't really know who you are. But he had a really good video. And he was talking about a book called, I think, the Se- One Second After. No, that wasn't him. That wasn't him. That was someone else. Well, whatever. You get the point. And this is the thing is that if society breaks down, things are going to get bad. And if you have a small business and you have goods, they're going to raid your business. And your competitor might actually be the one who raids you. <laughs> Hell, your neighbor might be the one who raids you. People know you prep, they're coming for your preps. People know you have a farm, they're coming for your meat. 
He has cattle. We can eat that. We can make weapons out of the bones. We can hide our heat signature behind the cows. You know, this is while we travel with the cows. It was, it, it's, I can go out on the limb with this, folks, 356 ways. But I need you to understand is that in many ways, life is war. And at the time we live in right now, it's not going to get better. But there's a way you can make it better. Get rich. Would you rather have the money to stock up, get your safe, build a safe room, have a house in a better neighborhood that's not necessarily as easily accessible so people can come raid you because you live in the inner city and people know who you are? That's a problem. Now, if you're the bad guy who scares the bad guys and you live in the hood, you might be okay. But, you know, you you scare them because you actually scare them? I saw another good post on Instagram. They're like, you know, the guy with the Daniel Defense and the $7,000 of gear is going to get popped by the kid with the high point who's, who's scared and has nowhere else to go and turn. He's just going to pop the guy in front of him. Tony, you're off the subject. No, I'm not. The same thing that happened to your business. Blackberry. They were the king of the king of the king of the, the <laughs> handheld world for what? Was it a decade? 15 years like that? I remember seeing bankers had these little pages they could type on. Then they became phones they could type on. Then they were PDF super phones. And they were crazy. And they got bigger and bigger. And they had tablets. And they had an ecosystem. A couple months ago, I was looking. I was like, oh, I'm going to buy one. It's only 700. The phone's out now are 700,000 anyway. I'll have my physical keyboard. You know, those plans were gone. Now, RIM, the company, has lived on. They have, I think right now on the, on the, on the road, there's 55 million cars in North America alone using proprietary software. They have um, cell phone contracts, I think, with China. And maybe Japan or one of the others, in Asia in general, worth $2 million. I think it expired about this year, next year. Their patents are worth billions of dollars collectively. They don't really need the physical, but they lost that market. They lost a the fight, flailing, trying at the end, instead of just being like, cut our losses now at like a quarter of a million and get out, instead of a quarter of a billion. Those numbers aren't exactly right, but you get the picture I'm painting, right? They didn't see their enemies coming. And they got annihilated. They were eviscerated. There's not even a carcass like to pick the bones. As far as handheld is for them. I had a Blackberry from 2006. All the way to 2017 almost. The phone I had right before the Blackberry was Blackberry proprietary software and email forwarding. Stuff like that. If I wanted to use the internet on it. Even like this internet service, the Edge service was not proprietary, but it was specifically for Blackberries to use on that one Nokia phone that opened sideways like a laptop. Amazing phone, amazing phone. I wrote so much on that phone. Most of my first book was written on that phone. At least half, I'd say. It's a crazy world, folks. You can be Batman if you can afford it. If you have that mental scarring and emotional scarring, the PTSD is going to let you... Spend your time from being about 10 years old to about 30 fighting inside and outside and dealing with your demons. And then go and try to fight. And the government's going to take you down faster than uh, the theory for Rambo 6 or 7, whatever it is now. Where they're saying after the last one he did, that the government, in theory, the new one might be the government say, yo, you're too dangerous. You just took out a cartel, brought you know brought war across the border. We have to take you out. And he's like, nope, I'm a monster. You're not stopping me. And he goes toward the government to kill him. That's what, you know, a theme I heard might happen. Don't know. But that's what will probably happen to you. The government will come for you. Bill Gates, Microsoft, a monster. Yeah, you buy a computer, I get this. 
antitrust, collusion, all kind of stuff. No, you're putting your stuff in there. You force people. Antitrust, you violate the market. The government can come for you. Your competitors can come for you. If I put out a better product, but you find a way to make it two cents cheaper, hell, uh, was it, I think Bronco, about half a year ago, and the former Broncos was starting to get popularity in the remake, you know, the re, the re, blah, 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 we're back out, whatever you call it, I can't think today, folks, sorry, but, they were buying your Jeep and taking it at a loss, they're like, yeah, we'll buy your Jeep to get you in a Bronco, it's worth 14, we'll give you 18, I forgot, the time to come to this, folks, but you know, you, you put out your product at a loss, so you push out a million of them, and your competitor just, he can't even keep up, he can't eat the loss like you're eating, So are you already Batman? If you're not, you don't have a chance to fight Bane, most likely. In fact, I'm going to call file on that play. There's always another chance, folks. There's always another chance. You can always get back in the game if you want to. But you have to want to. I see a lot of guys I follow. You hear me mention the name. Their Instagrams all the time is that they inspire me. They're working at getting better. They're parents, spouses, adults doing adulting. That podcast, too. But, you know, it's how do I get 1% better every day, you know? Train a little something. Hell, practice picking your locks. Practice your Aikido. Do some dry firing, you know. Heck, even just watch a video that teaches you something so you can grasp basics for when you can actually afford the equipment. Oh, didn't realize my phone was still attached to Bluetooth. Turn that off, but, um... <laughs> no, folks, there's, there's so much going on out there. So many options you have, but you have to make the first move. And Bane made the first move by attacking his opponent without even using his own resources. In Robert uh, Greene's book, 40th Law of Power, he talks about the cat's paw, which you get someone else to do something for you, right? I want to take over your company. I don't necessarily have the resources. So I merged my company with Bob's company. Bob's company is a lot bigger. He thinks I'm just coming in as like a, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not signing to him with my roster. I'm bringing my roster with me to work with him. But he's the big fish and little fish. Hey, Bob, I've been trying to get this guy over there. This guy sells anything. I mean, he can sell water to a well. Not ice to an Eskimo, but water to a well. Yeah. Oh, the cat's in my car. Get out, get out, car. This cat is not get my car, folks. Got him off. Sorry, but his little paws put grease in my paint. But like I said, okay, Bob, we got to get this guy over here. We got to recruit him. So now, I use Bob's resource to get the number one guy at the other firm. Automatically cut off 40% of their, re- their revenue. Crippling blow to their mental and physical. Because now the sales agents that work with them are like, yo, he left. Do I need to jump ship? Is that a better ship? Is something wrong with our ship? Is our ship sinking? Are we on a ship? I didn't even know we were moving. Wait, are we moving in the wrong direction? How are we going to navigate 2023's coming depression? Wait, no, it's a recession? Wait, food's going up twice as much, I'm not going to get raised? And the product price is going up? And I have to sell double? I just took one of their agents and I had Bob do it. Now, while Bob's fighting because of the legal paperwork I signed, Bob's taking most of the losses. Now, Bob's like, I don't know if I can continue this partnership, bro. I can't I can't maintain this office size. Tell you what, Bob, let me leave with my people and the one guy I took. I'll go back to my office because I haven't been able to break the lease 100%, you know, whatever. And you go back to managing how you had it. You know what? I can't afford any better. I, I don't know if I'm going to survive, you know, but yeah, get out. Go. I walked out, and number one salesperson and took out two of my people. I just made this off the top of my head, folks. The cat's paw is highly effective. You want to read 40 Laws of Power, 
Through strategy of war, then go to mastery. Artist seduction is yes, but no, it's not the same. There's also the 50th law. Skip that for now. Just focus on telling you. There's options out there, folks. So to sum up my thesis with my conclusion statement is if I was writing a college paper, Bain was not a coward. His motion, reason others do the work for him, may not be noble in most eyes, tactically sound, tactically efficient. Uh, you wasted less energy time. Your expenditures were lower. Your risk factor was not greater, but lower. His success rate was not even marginally, but galactically higher. You did this by knowing your opponent, knowing what you were trying to do, how you're going to do it, and what your methods were being. He fought a proxy war and won. Well, he won that battle. He won the war. But it's a comic book. It's not the same, folks. But in real life, when it comes down to your business, you have to be Bane. Now, sometimes you're going to have to get in the street and get, you're going to have to fight the dirty fights. You know, you're going to go to court yourself, make your own case because you can't afford that lawyer yet. You know, get your Black's Law Dictionary. Get your game up. Once you can afford the lawyer, you get the lawyer that guts. Richard Gere and Pretty Woman. He bought companies and ripped them to pieces and sold them. Not exactly the same, but you see what I'm saying? Is you have to go where the money is. You have to go where you can be the most ruthlessly effective. Not ruthless in a vile, hysterical, evil madman that's cackling while you rip people's faces off. By the way, the Joker ripped his own face off, sent it to the police station, then broke and killed everyone and put it back on with paper clips. Yeah. I don't want you that crazy. I want you tactically crazy. I want you looking for how do you catch them. You don't want one shot, one kill. You want two shots, one kill. Now, that doesn't mean you put out two SKUs and you don't have a, you know, money to advertise for two. Barely have for one. But once the first SKU's going, then you look to get two more. Always build your first income stream first. Side note there. Once that one's running, then you go for the next one. So see what I was saying? Like, if I was the business, I still had to build my business first before I went to Bob's business. Then go take out Jay's business, right? Because we're a little all over the place, but there's a lot in there. But if you don't think Bain's idea was good and you think it's not noble, and if you think it was a coward, the coward still took out the king. When the pawn crosses the board, he becomes a queen. Most powerful pawn, my most powerful, <laughs> most powerful player on the board. Right, the queen can do everything except for the L shape. Can she do that one too? I don't remember. But the king can only move one spot in any one direction. Yes, but the queen can do whatever she wants. For one thing, the purpose of the pawn is practically become the king. And if you get two of your pawns across the board, you will become a king. Strategize, folks. You have to learn it applies. War applies to life. Life applies to war. Business applies to war. History applies to war and life. Build your dream, build your goals. Conquer, kill, destroy. I'd rather be Bane than be broke. Peace. Tony at ChangingAdvances.com. ChangingAdvances.com is the blog. Changing Advances YouTube. Changing Advances Twitter. Instagram's Pedagogy the Fresh. I'm really there now. I'm building up my EDC channel. I used to post a lot of other stuff on there. Now it's going to become more gear-based and um, solution-based. So if you want, you can follow EDC Orlando EDC. Uh, I'd say look for the videos on there more, but it's up to you. I'm out here, folks. Time to play Legos with my son. Sons, I'm going to play both of them, but one of them has a car I got to play with. It's going to be awesome.